So if we can combine these practices, visualization or imagination, along with a meditative practice, it can be radically accelerative in terms of brain change, in terms of down-regulating your nervous system, in terms of creating emotional resiliency and helping you develop the capacity to not only identify when you're entangled with thoughts that don't serve you well, that don't feel good, where you feel that compression, you feel yourself being pulled under the water, but to also let go of them and start to develop this new habit of release, relaxation, release, relaxation, release, relaxation. Welcome to A Changed Mind, a journey into the topics that matter to you most. From the neuroscience and spirituality of mindset and personal growth to groundbreaking strategies for health, wealth, and relationships, to open and honest conversations about pressing global issues such as the environment, censorship, corporate capture, and democracy. Each and every episode reminds us of the certainty of the goodness of the future and provides the teachings, tools, and timeless wisdom inspiring you to create real lasting change in your life and in the world. If you've been desiring a sanctuary for your spirit, a place to go to tune out the distraction, negativity, and doom and gloom so that you can tap into the deep power, the vibrancy, and the potential you have inside, you're in the right place. Welcome to A Changed Mind. Hey, it's David. Just a quick interruption to your normally scheduled podcast. I've got an incredible opportunity for you. Big announcement that my book is now live on Amazon. A Changed Mind, Go Beyond Self-Awareness, Rewire Your Brain, and Re-Engineer Your Reality. If you've been wanting to take your personal growth to the next level, maybe you've done the self-help thing, but you're still feeling more stress or overwhelm or anxiety in your life, Maybe you've gotten to the next level of financial security or growth in your relationships or health or your business, but you've hit a new ceiling and you're really wanting to understand how to identify the resistance that is still inside of you that's shaping your experience of life and to let it all go and transform it so that you can truly feel free emotionally, spiritually, financially, and achieve your full potential. You've got to check out this book. I spent the last 18 months pouring all of the teachings, philosophies, tools, even processes that I've never taught before that have helped me go from a life where I was literally struggling to survive to a life now that I love in a system that lets me materialize the vision I have for my business, my family, my world without the hustle and grind and putting my spiritual growth and well-being first. So if you've been wanting a treasure map to the emotional and material promised land that life has waiting for you, Take a minute to jump on over to Amazon, grab yourself a copy of A Changed Mind, or better yet, grab a couple of copies and give them as gifts to your loved ones. The feedback is already coming in. People are saying this is one of the most practical and powerful personal development books they've ever read, and I get it because everything that's in this book is exactly what I went through, what I learned, and what I used to change my mind. Check it, grab yourself a copy, and now... On to your regularly scheduled podcast episode. Hey, it's David. Welcome back to A Changed Mind, a sanctuary for your spirit, a place where I will remind you each and every episode of the certainty of the goodness of the future. I am your friend, your host, your guide, David Bayer, and I'm going to be sharing with you today a really, really powerful meditative practice that I've been able to develop over the last decade having spent a lot of time studying different meditation processes, visualization processes, breath work, going really, really deep into my own personal journey. And I don't know about you, but if you're somebody who has been wanting to still your mind and calm your mind, or even more importantly, start to program your nervous system with good feeling emotions so that you can create a life that invokes those good feeling emotions from you, you're going to absolutely love this 
episode. Now, if this is your first time joining me, welcome. If you're a repeat visitor, welcome back. If you're watching on YouTube, do me a favor, subscribe to the channel if you love this video. Ask me some questions about today's episode. I try to read all the comments and respond to them. And if you're listening on one of your favorite podcast platforms, then definitely leave me a review and subscribe so you get the latest episodes as they come out. So there are a lot of different meditation practices out there. I know that if you're like me, you've probably tried some of them and it's been hard to really still the monkey mind and to get into a deep meditative practice to really feel the benefits of meditation. And I tried a lot of different practices from transcendental meditation-like practices where I'm repeating a mantra to myself over and over again, to visualization practices, to practices where I'm focusing on my breath, or I'm invoking a feeling of gratitude or emotion or release as I'm going through the practice. And having been exposed to so many different modalities over the last decade, I started putting together different pieces, different tools, and I put something together into a really powerful practice that's not only going to help you still your mind so that you can feel less stressed, less anxious, less overwhelmed, have less of a propensity for entangling with the thoughts that come up, especially the negative thoughts on a day-to-day basis, but also to start pre-reprogramming your nervous system, to start transforming some of those habits of emotion of overwhelm or anxiety into calm, into relaxation, into faith. And the power of this is that your life as you're creating it is really a reflection of your habit of emotion and your habit of thought. The reason why you're drinking as much as you're drinking is because of what you're thinking. Amount of money that you've made in your bank account is a result of your thoughts. The type of relationship you have is based on what you've been thinking and what you've been feeling. Your ability or inability to be disciplined with your daily practices or going to the gym or losing weight, that's all based on what you think. And research tells us that 75% of our thoughts on an average daily basis, the 60,000 thoughts we have are actually negative. And so These thoughts are occurring all the time. The key is to not entangle with these thoughts. And over time, as we learn to separate ourselves from these thoughts, we actually stop having as many negative thoughts and we start having more positive thoughts. And so the technique that I'm going to be sharing with you incorporates fundamentals of neuroscience. It incorporates fundamentals of behavioral psychology, incorporates fundamentals of spiritual and wisdom teachings. And it is a way that you can actually let go of the negative thoughts and even more important than that, start to program your nervous system for positive emotions. And so the traditional way of meditating might be to sit down in a quiet room and to close your eyes and to take a couple of deep breaths and to essentially focus on your breathing while you're allowing your thoughts to occur. And as you're in a traditional meditation practice, you may notice that you've entangled with a particular thought, something that you have to do for the day, then all of a sudden that moves into a thought train where you're now thinking about the person who was involved in that thing you needed to do, of course, during the course of the day. And now that person reminds you of someone else or something else. And before you know it, you're a thousand miles from the original thought. And you realize that you haven't been focusing on your breathing at all. And you might feel a little bit defeated because you believe the point of the meditation practice is to actually not entangle with your thoughts. And here you are fully entangled with this thought train. So first, before I share with you this technique, I want you to understand that the focus of a meditative practice is not actually to not think or not entangle with your thoughts. The focus of the meditation practice and the skill that you're wanting to develop is to notice when you are entangled with your thoughts and then to let the thoughts go. So that's the practice. And you cannot let go of the thoughts unless you become entangled with them. So what you're doing is you're building an internal muscle fiber. You're building spiritual muscle or neurophysiological muscle 
where you're building the capacity to become aware of, oh, wow, I'm thinking about this thing, and now I'm going to let this thing go and no longer be entangled with it or think about it. And so in order for that to happen, you have to become entangled with your thoughts. So a lot of people set themselves up for failure right out of the get-go in meditation because they believe if they're thinking about something that it's now a failed practice. But really the practice is transitioning from thinking about something to letting it go. And this tool or technique that I'm gonna give you is one of the most powerful I know for letting go of your thoughts. And when you commit to that practice over time, you become better and better and better, stronger and stronger and stronger of becoming aware that you're thinking something. And if those thoughts don't serve you, letting go of those thoughts. And this is a really important tool for us to have throughout our daily lives because as we're in our life, the thoughts are still occurring, the emotions are still occurring, and if we're able to actually become aware of the fact that we've entangled with a thought that doesn't serve us and let it go, that now opens up a new possibility in our day, right? Not only more joy and more calm and more peace, but allows us to make different choices because, again, whatever we're thinking is determining our actions and determining our results. So this meditative practice that I'm going to be sharing with you, I call the cork meditation. And the cork meditation was actually inspired by another great teacher. You may or may not be familiar with Abraham Hicks. It is a woman, Esther Hicks, who gets into a relaxed state and she is able to channel or bring forth a conversation with what is self-described as a non-physical intelligence that really understands very, very well this concept of the law of attraction. So people will go to an Abraham Hicks conference or workshop, there'll be a thousand people in the room, Esther Hicks will relax, and then she will bring forth Abraham and people can have a conversation with Abraham. And I think Abraham is one of the best teachers out there. At first I thought it was a little bit woo-woo, but then I actually attended an Abraham Hicks event. You can get on YouTube and you can listen to little 15 minute clips of, of Abraham sharing Abraham's wisdom. And hey, if this woman Esther Hicks is making this stuff up, she's pretty damn good at it. So the material is good and that's all that really matters. I don't care if it's Esther delivering it or some non-physical spirit delivering it. It's helped me significantly in my life. And one of the things that Abraham has talked about is that if we want to have a joyful life, have a productive life, have a successful life, if you want to be healthy, maybe overcome your chronic illness or your autoimmune condition, if you want to attract the soulmate of your dreams, or if you'd like to repair the relationship that you're in that once started out as a soulmate relationship, but now has a lot of friction and conflict in it. If you want to discover your purpose, or if you want to actually grow your business, or improve your messaging, or find the perfect employees, all of those results that we're looking for, they don't come out of hustle or grind. They come out of being in a relaxed state. And this very much goes back to one of my foundational episodes, which is episode three on how thoughts become things, where I share a very powerful formula for evaluating and managing your life or for achieving anything. And that formula is desire plus non-resistance equals desired result. If we can learn to be in a non-resistant state, then we are in the flow of life and we naturally have the thoughts, the emotions, we take the action, that produces positive results. In a non-resistant state, we're not caught up in our heads thinking about what we need to do or what we didn't do or what we should have done or what we shouldn't have done. We're actually paying attention to life as life is unfolding in front of us and so we're able to see opportunities that lead us to our desired results. When we are non-resistant, are in a more consistent habit of positive emotions when we're non-resistant. 
joy, happiness, compassion, calm. And so our nervous system is in a different vibratory state. It's in a positive and attractive vibratory state because we are essentially radioactive beings. Every time you have a thought, the neural networks of your brain light up and produce an electrical impulse. That impulse gets transmitted through your nervous system. And so your entire being is vibing or resonating at a frequency that correlates to these emotions that you're having. And that becomes a broadcast out to other people who receive your frequency at an unconscious level, and they make decisions that end up creating coincidences and synchronicities with you. That's how coincidences and synchronicities are created. People respond to your predominant vibration. And so the key is to be in non-resistance. And the visual that Abraham uses is that most of the time we're living our lives holding the cork of everything that we desire under the water. She says, when you let go of a cork, it naturally bobs to the top. You don't have to do anything to push the cork to the top of the water, just like we don't have to do anything to push our desires to materialize in our lives. Now make no mistake, I'm not suggesting we don't take action, but that action becomes inspired action that's coming from good feeling emotions, not action coming from fear or anger or frustration or overwhelm that feels like hustle or grind. And so in order to be in non-resistance, we have to let go of the cork and let it bob to the surface of the water. So I want you to just imagine that in your mind right now. When you are trying too hard, when you are stressed, when you are anxious, when you are overwhelmed, when you are entangled in negative thoughts, you're pulling the cork underneath the water. And the goal of this meditative practice that I'm gonna share with you is to actually release the cork so that it can float back up to the surface. When your cork is floating on the surface of the water, you're now riding the great wave of life. You're now riding the great ocean of reality. People talk about flow states, so you're now in the flow of life. You will have the right thoughts, you will make the right unconscious decisions, you will end up in circumstances and places and situations where you will meet the right people who want to help you. You don't have to actually push for all of that. Your job is to let the cork float on the surface of the water. Your job is to be in non-resistance. So the power of the cork meditation is that in traditional meditation, the idea is notice when you're thinking something and release the thought. Stop thinking the thing. The problem is when we try to stop thinking the thing, it oftentimes creates even more resistance. We have a greater propensity to think even more about the thing. If you and I were in a room together and I said, close your eyes, don't think about the pink elephant, that's exactly what you're going to think about. And that's why traditional meditation, while practiced over years, can be extremely beneficial. The cork meditation is a much more advanced technology because the cork meditation now translates or transforms this idea of thoughts into a visualization of the cork. Now, here's what I mean by that. Traditional meditation, you would sit down and you would focus on your breath, and you would notice when you're thinking something, and then you would try to let go of the thought. And you may or may not be successful in letting go of the thought. You'd notice the thought, and then you'd come back to your breath. In the quark meditation, we'd added a visualization component, because the brain operates in four different ways. It operates according to thoughts, it operates according to emotions, it operates according to sensations in the body, and it operates according to images or pictures. And so what we're doing with the cork meditation is we're translating this invisible game of noticing that you're entangled with a thought and then releasing the thought into a visual. And the visualization is 
you notice that you've pulled the cork under the water. So you're in your traditional meditation practice, your eyes are closed, you're focused on your breathing, and as soon as you realize that you're thinking about something, I want you to visualize the cork underneath the water. The next step is for you to release the cork and watch the cork float back up to the surface. You'll also likely be aware that as you've become entangled with your thoughts and you've pulled the cork under the water, there's a contraction in your body. There's a tension in your body. There's an energy exertion in your body because it requires energy. The thoughts are an indication that there's an energetic activation in your system, but this is a waste of energy. These are not productive thoughts that you're having in your meditation. They're habits. What we're wanting to do is to shut off that energetic output so that we can create an energetic reservoir for you where you're feeling more vibrant, you're having better ideas, you're feeling more intuitive, you're feeling more creative, you're more connected to spirit. And so the quirk meditation is an amazing technology for doing this. You notice that you've become entangled with your thoughts. And when you do, you see that you've pulled the cork underneath the water, underneath the ocean. And all you do is you let go of the cork and you watch it bounce back up to the surface of the water. And as you do that, you're going to notice a relaxation that takes place, a release that takes place. Now notice, we're not doing anything with the thought that you were thinking. What we've done is we've broken the neurophysiological habit of the thought by moving over to imagery and by giving you a scenario to play out in your mind over time, time after time, of seeing the cork depressed underneath the water and then letting the cork float back up to the surface. So what have we just done? Well, we've just broken the pattern of the thought, not by trying to break the pattern of the thought, by playing out this one second movie of seeing the cork underneath the water and letting the cork back up to the surface. Now we know from neuroscience that what happens as we break these patterns of thoughts, we start to prune those neural networks. So those habits of thought or habits of negative emotion, as we're able to break that pattern and we're breaking it through this little process of seeing the cork depressed underneath the water and then releasing it and seeing it go suspend back up onto the surface, we've now done a new rep in the mental gym. Rather than doing the old rep of the habitual thought and the habitual emotion, we've done a new rep. And so what we're doing is we're strengthening our ability to release it's building a new habit in your nervous system as well of relaxation because every time you notice that you've gotten tense because you're entangled with your thoughts and then you translate that into seeing the cork underneath the water, as soon as you release the cork and allow it to float back up to the surface, again, it's a natural process. You're not pushing it back up to the surface. You don't have to do anything but let it go. As it floats back up to the surface, you're going to feel a release. And so what you're doing over the course of a 15 to 20 minute cork meditation is you're experiencing release, 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 release. And so you're building the capacity for you during the course of your day to be able to more easily release any negative thoughts or neg any negative emotions as you experience them. Right? So there's a lot of science steeped into this incredible cork meditation practice. The other thing that we're doing that we're not doing in traditional meditation is we're activating the power of visualization. And so we're taking the intangible, letting go of an invisible thought and no longer thinking it, and we're moving it into the imaginative realm. You're now operating with pictures. 
And that has an even greater effect on your capacity to develop the skill of release and to decrease your skill of negative thinking and negative emotion. There was a study done in 2009, it was featured in Time Magazine, where they brought in piano players to play the piano. And they had three groups. They had piano players who played the piano, and when they played the piano, they studied what parts of their brain lit up. Then they brought in piano players who just imagined playing the piano. And then they brought in piano players who just sat there and didn't play the piano or imagine playing the piano. And they studied all three groups and what their brain activity was. And what they found was that with the pianists who were playing the piano, they had 100% brain activity related to playing the piano. But with those who just imagined playing the piano, they were 80% as effective in activating the same parts of the brain just through imagining playing the piano. And the control group had zero activity related to playing the piano. And so what that goes to show us is the power of imagination. And so if we can combine these practices, right, visualization or imagination, along with a meditative practice, it can be radically accelerative in terms of brain change, in terms of down-regulating your nervous system, in terms of creating emotional resiliency and helping you develop the capacity to not only identify when you're entangled with thoughts that don't serve you well, that don't feel good, where you feel that compression, you feel yourself being pulled under the water, but to also let go of them and start to develop this new habit of release, relaxation, release, relaxation, release, relaxation. So again, this is something you can come back to. Obviously, if you're driving right now, I don't want you to practice this, but once you finish this video, if you wanna try it out, you can. For five minutes, just sit with your eyes closed, focus on your breathing, and when you notice that you're thinking something, then what you've done is you've pulled the cork underneath the water. See a cork underneath the water and release the cork and watch it float back up to the surface. Notice the release and the relaxation and continue to see the cork floating on the surface. When you see the cork floating on the surface, you know that you are in a powerful state. You're in an allowing state. You're in a non-resistant state. You're in a releasing state. This is where vibrancy is. This is where health is. This is where abundance is. This is where prosperity is. Once you allow that cork to float back up to the surface, pay attention to the cork on the surface, knowing that you're in your zone. Continue to focus on your breath. Focus on the cork on the surface. Something will take your attention away from it. At some point, you'll notice that you started thinking about something else. See the cork pulled down underneath the water. Let go of the cork. Watch the cork float up to the top of the surface. Feel the release and the relaxation now of having separated yourself from these energy draining thoughts and continue to focus on the cork on the surface, knowing that you're in flow, knowing that you're in your sweep spot, knowing that you're in your zone, knowing that right now this is the state of being you wanna be in if you wanna make more money, grow your business, have better relationships, have more clarity, discover your purpose, heal your body, whatever it is, you are now in the flow of life. And so this is a neurophysiological practice that leverages visualization, imagination, and meditation in order to start developing within you the capacity to let go of thoughts that don't serve you and the ability to start building within your nervous system the practice and the habit of being in the zone, of being in a, what we call a powerful state of being. And as you do this, you're able to think differently, you're able to perceive differently, you're able to feel differently, you're gonna start naturally acting differently, and you'll start producing different results in your life. You don't have to sit and meditate and visualize making a bunch of money in order to make a bunch of money. The key is, is to reduce the resistance that you've got that you're carrying right now that's a result of a lot of things going on in your life. 
If we can offload that resistance, the energy that you're going to find within you is naturally going to find its way into more prosperity, more health, more relationships, and so on and so forth. So this is the Quark Meditation. I know the name may have some misgivings, but it is one of the most powerful tools that I've discovered combining visualization with meditation steeped in an understanding of neuroscience and behavioral psychology and a fantastic way that you can up-level your meditation practice or start a meditation practice if it's something that you have not started in a way that will not frustrate you. Yes, of course, you're still going to experience the monkey mind, but you're no longer dealing with the invisible world. You're using the monkey mind to trigger a little movie in your head, which is seeing the cork under the water, letting it go to the surface, focusing it on the surface, feeling what that feels like and knowing that this is the feeling and the habit in your nervous system that is the real you, that you're now real rebuilding one rep at a time, just as if you were going to the gym, you're now going to the gym of your emotional capacity, your emotional resiliency, your spiritual development, and you're able to have a powerful living experience. So I hope you love the practice. Try it out. Comment below. Let me know what you think. And I'm going to continue to bring you some of the best tools, the best practices, the best ideas so that you can have a powerful living experience. I love you. I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, it's David. One more thing. If you want to go even deeper on everything we've talked about on today's episode, don't forget to jump over to www.davidbear.com. You can find the link in the show notes and subscribe to our newsletter. A couple of times a week, I'm going to be sending you the latest episodes that we've released along with additional free trainings. You'll get immediate access to my free MindHack ebook and go even deeper into all the tools, the technologies, the frameworks that have helped tens of thousands of people establish a changed mind. Don't forget to jump on over to the site and I will see you in the next episode.